Apparently Tessa Blanchard's the right fucking idiot, isn't she? <laughs> Just putting that out I was, there. I don't know why she got pulled from show on Sunday, because she was supposed to be there. Well, actually, uh, because guest speaker... No, I'm, just, I'm yeah. lying. I just thought I'd put that out there as, oh, she, as you start Oh, no, recording. I do know the reason, actually. She's in... Yeah, we'll talk about that later. should start the show. Fuck you, you're wrong! Fuck you, we're right! You have all made it to the dance! Because believe me, this is the dance! Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble. I am your host, Graham, and with Teddy Long going into the Hall of Fame this week, it's uh, it's a tag team match player, so sitting in the corner to my left. Uh, it, he's fiddling with someone, so he's making me slightly nervous. But uh, he's not about. He's not guys. No, it's like he's fiddling with under the table. No, that's that's jogging bottoms for ease of, ease of access. It's Dan. Hi, Dan. Hi. Hi. And sitting in the corner to my right. Uh, He's going to go one-on-one -on -one with the Undertaker. This is Daryl. It's Black History Month player. Yeah. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Who's going to induct him? Roddy Dan. Mack? I, I wish. Roddy Mack and It's Jazz. Ron Simmons, isn't it? It's going to be Ron Simmons. Yeah. And and JBL, if he can get himself in there. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they used to ride together, didn't they? They, they were on... Were they on, ride, were they on Ride Along? Or were they, basically at were this they point, a podcast that I heard that on? I don't know. Probably. Basically, at this point, I think JBL's either angling for, like, Lawler's old position or... Uh, or he's wanting to do that induction. Dan, lead with your opening contest, please. Well, there's been a few comments about my opening contest being a bit dark or a bit thing. So I decided to go for something light and playful. A bit dark. Yeah, I decided to go for something light and playful that I didn't rip off from another podcast at all. Yes. Oh, fuck. So it's guess that tweet. Oh, I like this. So I've got five tweets here. I'll read <laughs> them out to you. Uh, right, okay. Well,. Go alternate things. Uh, you can't guess the same as the other person. And it's best of five. Okay. So, tweet number one. There is a picture of one of the people holding an object and another person looking annoyed at it. And above, the said it's, above it, it says, got to get rid of this thing just in case. Hashtag festival of friendship. Graeme, you go first. Uh, Kevin Owens. Daryl, who do you think of this? Is that the tweet? The tweet what? says, gotta get rid of this thing just in case. Hashtag Festival of Friendship. And, the and it's a picture you. of someone holding an item that was a part of the Festival of Friendship while the other person who is a friend of his is looking on dismayed. Okay, so you said it, I'll say Jericho then. You're both wrong. It's Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. Bloody yeah, Johnny Gargano. He's looking annoyed and moving the TV away from Tommaso Ciampa in the picture. Aww. Tweet number two. So neither of you get that one. Uh, tweet number two. James Elvis, smell the catering while you can. One day we'll be rolling with you'll be rolling with me at a WrestleCon hustling twenties. Hashtag WB Chamber. Do I get to go first again? Uh, Daryl gets to go first uh, this time. All right, um, Cliff Compton, Virgil, Graham gets it. It's yes, Virgil. It's Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I got that. <laughs> at the real Virgil. Amazing. Number three. No idea why so many are upset. I mean, Golden Soli was good, but for his time period, today, he'd, he'd be lost in the control room. Matthew, Hashtag no disrespect. Right. It's Josh Matthews, though, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah, Josh this, Matthews. this is unfair because we've talked about this before we got on the Well, air, you should have so. got the last one right, shouldn't you? So. <laughs> well, it's Josh Matthews. You, yeah, I know you said I can't guess, but I know it's Josh yeah. Matthews. So. 
I'll give you both point for it. So Graham still two went up, but yes, it Breaking is Josh Matthews. Right. So. <laughs> Broke his own rules yeah. there. If anything, I'll take points. Make away. it up as we go along. <laughs> Number four. This is two tweets, but you only have to guess the person of the second tweet. Okay. So someone sends a tweet out saying, "Just had a cancellation this weekend. Open for bookings. Contact me at uh, fit my name at yahoo.com. Okay. The response is to this person: Do you mow yards? F- fl- fl- flodder. <laughs> I blocked him. We're going to discuss that. Uh, corporate Kane. Right. I, corporate Kane? I'll, I'll, I'll give you both another guess on this one because... Jim Connor. No, no, no. Well, you've had your guess now. I was going to give you another clue before the oh, guess, but the, you shouted it. I'll have the clue. So the other clue is he was featured in the match we're going to talk about in the second half of the show. Like a main match. What were we talking about in the second half of the show? Well, it was Elimination Chamber. Okay. Um, oh, just giving them. Narrowed it down. Oh. Uh, so he was in a limish, uh The Miz. You're wrong. It's Baron Corbin. He was tweeting Billy Gunn. Oh. <laughs> Billy Gunn said, uh, "Just had a cancellation this weekend. Of bookings, contact me, Kipsop at Yahoo.com." Excellent. He's got a Yahoo address. Yeah. Brilliant. Baron Corbin at Real Billy Gunn. Do you mow yards? Baron Corbin's taking the piss out of Billy Gunn. So can we um, can we email Billy Gunn? Well, he's put his. Uh, <laughs> up on I think we know what the opening contest is next week. Right, so the final one, I'm going to let Dowell go first on this one. Okay. Because if he gets it, it's a tie. Yeah, all right. But yeah. then if he doesn't, you win, da- uh, Graham. Oh, yeah. So the tweet is Fiddler on the Roof. Wow, what a movie. Great music. Just fantastic. Highly recommended. And a uh, picture, which is a screenshot of the film Fiddler on the Roof. Extra clue, he has changed his Twitter name since to his name on the roof. The, just ha- just the, have a guess. Howard Finkel. Howard Finkel. <laughs> Graham, clue. Well, well, wanna... it's Rusev. Rock. Rusev on that's the roof. Our, see, that's our fault. <laughs> There's the tweet in question. I mean, what's I... happened now? Your screen's gone white, mate. Yeah. So okay, that's it. no good. That there is our go. fault, though, isn't it? I, I have showed no. you that one. It was going to be Rusev to finish He's it off. He's right. We, it's our fault for not knowing. But I won again. I'm like, <laughs> why do you think I'm not planning them anymore? I win all of them. That yeah. was a nice light one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well done, Dan. All right. Um, so we had some very uh, important retirement news this week. I think. I think we need to address this with the seriousness that, you know, because the, I mean, this company was, is looking for stars, you know, they're looking for talent to get right up there, looking for people to grab that brass ring. And, you know, at a time when they're struggling, you know, they've got a lot of issues. Um, you know, they don't need talent telling them they're not going to fight for them anymore. But uh, Rosa Mendes has in fact retired from WWE. So leave the memories alone. Leave them. <laughs> leave the Mendes alone but who's going to be mental on total divas now uh i don't know probably she hasn't been on it for over a year probably summer ray she was doing that for a bit you're a bit tapped and her eyes are weird it just has to be natalia just carrying it on natalia yeah you know you did like alvarez and Meltzer always going on about oh natalia's just such a natural baby face i'm like i watch total divas she's she's horrible yeah she's she's just yeah, the most awkward just person in the world. just like fuck don't she she's a nutcase and she had that gimmick where she farted <laughs> let's never forget that Tyson Kidd's never coming back, is he? Let's 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 address that again. Speaking of retirements, he must be. Uh, no, Brock Lesnar is officially retired from UFC. That's... In other words, he's got his suspension. It's just not been announced yet. Well, he had his suspension already, though. Did he get the full year? I can't no, remember. I, I don't know. He might have had six months. Do you but... think he's announced his retirement because he's sick of USADA 
like trying to piss test him all the time. <laughs> How many times has he pulled a gun on USADA piss testers? He's <laughs> like, hey, are we going to go hunting? Oh, I didn't realise it was the season. It wasn't until you showed up. <laughs> um, fantastic photo released just in the last couple of days. Have you seen the photo of the McMahons at the White House? I definitely have. Uh. It is brilliant. But you know, the best thing, and I retweeted this on our account, so thanks to at DHM. Um, 46% of that photo has been stunned, including the president. <laughs> what I like about the photo is Triple H is blinking, and they didn't mm-hmm. think, let's take another one. Right, well, so one of us got their eyes shut. Not bothered. Can, do you think that 46% will increase as the kids get older? That's all I'm saying, you know. Yeah, why not? All I want is more than half of the people in that photo to have been stunned. All, all Austin has to do is stun one of Shane's kids, probably the one that did the little dance at WrestleMania. Yeah. And that's all. That's all I ask for, really, in this. Talking of stunning, is yeah. wife, Shane's wife's pretty pretty nice, isn't she? Yes, yeah, she's alright, yeah. yeah. Quite nice. Yeah. Quite pretty. I would. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks for being with Valentine's Day recently. Thanks, I'd, I'd send her a Valentine's card, if you know what I mean. Uh, you'd, would you send her an actual card? No. Oh, would you have penetrative? I can't say it. If she, oh. if she consented, yeah. Okay, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're all about consent at the Grumble. Yeah. Um... Dan, let's let's lead off into you know more felicitous circumstances with the Great British Grumble. The Great British Grumble. I, I need my music. Bong. <laughs> That's not his music. That's, oh. uh, Do I don't you remember what, what the theme was. Da, 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 the Great British Grumble. See, that's brilliant. That I should have should have actually recorded that. So let's go into my quick notes first. Fight Club Pro held their first show of the year, all the best on Friday night. Uh, Pete Dunne retained the championship over Joe Coffey and. Nixon Yu Kayla Ray defeated CCK. Jimmy Havoc uh, defeated Mikey Whiplash. Uh, very good show. And they've announced their Easter shows that are just jam packed with talent. Well, Mikey Whiplash doing his thing where he's not painting his face anymore. Yeah. Doing that. I, I want to see this. I, I need to see him like working out his face painting and everything because he is really, really good. Especially yeah. if he's going against guys like Jimmy Havoc. Have you seen the talent on that Fight Club, Fight Club Pro show that's, that's booked? Right. No. It is actually mental. They've like... sold out the Friday night now, but they're trying to get extra seats for it. But yeah, it's just ridiculous. The well, the, of talent. one thing they did that was quite clever is um, so they've got the elite bullet club. So they've got the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega there. Oh, the proper one. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll get back <laughs> to that. And um, they are having a match with the Strong Style, whatever they're called. Pretty strong Style. Pretty Strong Style. So if you imagine yeah. all the WWE yeah. Championship people, but that's not going to be on the on-demand thing. It's just for the live crowd. So they announced the match. And people started buying tickets a little bit, and then they went, "Oh, by the way, not on telly, sold out, just like that." <laughs> that's business. That's that's bloody Trent Seven doing business. He learnt from Independence Day because, like that, <laughs> six years later, he'd figured out how to run a company anyway. So. Uh, the other big show that happened this past weekend was ICW held their Glasgow show before the UK tour. Speaking uh, of Trent Seven, yeah, Trent Seven defended at his first title defense, defeating Jimmy Havoc, who's getting all over the place right now, and the Bucky Boys reformed to defeat the NAK. It's the first time they've teamed it in a long while. Um, ICW start the UK tour this week. Uh, by the time we're recording, they'll have already done Southampton and Sheffield, and they're in Manchester on Sunday night. They were in Sheffield last night. It was good, wasn't it? I, I don't know. Was it? I, I don't know either. We couldn't go. Uh, yes, it, it was good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, oh, you're so good. Oh, I know. Yeah, so people don't listen. Before we get onto the other show last weekend that we're going to talk about, you two want to talk about PCW. I think we have to address... Well, yeah, it's like, got to be addressed. Yeah, what yeah. do you mean you, you two want to talk about it? Yeah, I think we, we should talk about <laughs> Why it. Why don't you want to talk about it, first of all? I mean, I'll talk about it with you. Yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah, talk about it now. So, 
for the for the uneducated, right? Um, we've talked about Chris Travis a little bit on this show before. Um, BCW run a tournament at this time of year anyway, don't yeah, they? Yeah, Road, Road to Glory. Road to Glory, right? yeah, which I've heard of, okay, and I'm well aware of the Road to Glory tournament. So they announced that they were going to be renaming the Road to Glory tournament the Chris Travis Memorial yeah. tournament. Yeah, is yeah. it just Chris Travis Memorial or is it Chris Travis Road to Glory Memorial? It's or? just the Chris Travis Memorial tournament. Yeah. Which is fair enough, yeah. Like, that's a, quite a nice thing to do, yeah. isn't it? You know? A yeah. um, couple of people... A little bit confused because there's been a lot of charity work done in Chris Travis's name. Also, I think, I think other every com- show that has been sort of a Chris Travis memorial or something involved with Chris Travis uh, was to raise money for the yeah. Cavendish There's cancer. the one more round shows in Sheffield. Attack are doing a tag team invitational where the money goes to Cavendish Cancer Care as well. Yeah, so like every tournament in, in his name in the past has been a charity tournament. So it's reasonable to expect it, right? Yeah. It's also reasonable. And before he died, he was raising money on shows for that as well. Yeah, he was, doing that. That. he was raising yeah. a ton of money for him. Yeah. So, no, it's reasonable to expect it. It's also reasonable for them not to have prepared anything for that. If they just spontaneously one day went, right, well, why don't we name it after Chris? That'd be a nice thing to do. Yeah. You know? And if people are saying, oh, it's, is that a charity show? You go, well, actually, you know, we've done charity shows for it. We just thought this would be a nice tribute. Simple yeah. as that. You know, I'm sure there's a better way to put it even than that. Um, is that what PCW said, Daryl? Uh, it's not. No? No. Uh, the specific... And I'm going to quote it. I'm going to read it yeah, exactly. read it word for word. It's, it's deleted now, but you know it's true. Um, somebody said, with it being in his name, what's the deal with profit? So their portion going to his family or to a charity. Probably would have been a nice thing to put some of it towards it, but I, I'm not even bothered about that. What I'm bothered about is the exact phrasing. <clears throat> we raised about 15k for Chris Travis in the past. Think we earned the right to do our own thing now. Who's earned the right to do anything in these sort of circumstances? I know. It's, it's the entitlement that pisses me off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's further response. Somebody says, have you at least asked his family, can you use his name and image? <clears throat> we are using his character from PCW, considering he was Mr. PCW. To his family, this was not his name, but to his PCW family it is. I'm shocked people are trying to find fault in honouring one of the best wrestlers the UK ever produced and an amazing person. So... But they're not called it the Mr. PCW Championship. No, so they called it Chris Travis. Chris yeah. Travis off of the person who was Chris Travis, who was a wrestler called Chris Travis. Yeah. So, what the fuck? Right? It's the entitlement that pisses me off here. I just think that well, what I'd have done is had named it after him, but just had buckets collecting. So you don't, like, because they might not make a profit on the show. Because, like, what if what if the profit is literally £7.50 and you've said, all profits are going to go to Cavendish Cancer Care? They write a cheque to Cavendish for £7.50. It's hardly going to do it, is it? Yeah. So, like, they should just have buckets collecting and if you want to make a donation, in, in the money goes. Simple as. Well, that's why you've got now talents have been coming out saying that they're donating their fee for the yeah, show. Yeah, but they shouldn't have to. Yeah, they, they shouldn't, sh- have, they shouldn't to, have to, but it, like, it's a great thing been for them fucking, to do. It is. It's yeah. a really good thing for them to do, but they've been guilted into it because... The actual promoter has gone, uh, not not going to do anything. Just going to use his name. not Because when they said, have you asked the family? He didn't go, yeah, I have. He's, he's just gone, no, 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 no. I've not asked the family. So, oh, yeah. so like, he's not even asked the family. He's not even gone, oh, do you, do, can we do this? Which I think that's that's the least he should have done. He should have contacted yeah. them. If they want fuck all to do with wrestling, he still should, he especially should have fucking contacted them and gone, look, I know you want fuck all to do with wrestling, we really, really love Chris Travis. Like, we really miss him. We want to honour him. We want the fans to remember him. We want to remember him. We'd really like to do this. Do we have your blessing? And if they'd gone, we want fuck all to do with wrestling, 
at that point, I'd probably gone, do you know what? We probably shouldn't use his fucking image. And we shouldn't use his fucking name. I mean, cards on the table for me, um, I think I've mentioned it before on the show, I used to work for PCW. Yeah. So I know Stephen Flutter and... Uh, I've like I've known him for quite a few years, back from like the one PW days and things like that. And uh, isn't it customer service has never been his strong point? He's a good businessman, but his customer yeah, but his customer services has let him down a little bit on this one. And let's not forget, may- maybe he could have gone about this a very different way. Let's not forget, he, he's he's the man that somebody were bootlegging his DVDs, uh, which yeah, it's a cut move to do. Um, and he took. Chris Masters round to his house to threaten yep. him. Yeah, we talked Be- about this in the Dominic yeah. Wrestling thing, yeah. Bearing in mind, they were using WWE images and entrance music of several wrestlers, including Chris Masters, and the name Chris Masters, which Chris Masters doesn't own. Um, <laughs> so, like, Flood of my, I don't think he's the brightest of people, to be honest. Um, but, and I realise you're in a difficult position here, Dan, so I'm not, I, it's Daryl saying this, not Dan. Dan Dan's not, don't agree with everything I say, so... You know, this is me saying, I, I, I just believe that he should have gone about it a different way. It's just, it's as simple as that, isn't it? Yeah. I, I truly am willing to accept that it was probably a nice gesture initially, yeah, yeah. but the way they've gone about it's it, a, and it's also a, blocking it's a really people, nice thing. Yeah, it's a really nice thing to do. people are having a go at them as well. Yeah. Like, it's just... But there's other things with PCW. Like, the, I've seen loads of comments about people not received DVDs they've pre-ordered. Somebody um, said that they'd not received uh, Chris Travis... Blu-ray or DVD that they put yeah, together. Yeah, personal friend of the show actually from uh, November. I don't yeah. know if it was this November, just gone or the November before. I don't. I don't know which one. I can't. It's a couple of years to back, I think now. Yeah. So like, if 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 it's taking you that long to fuck, put a fucking DVD out, and then you're blocking him because he's he's genuinely asked where's the product that I paid for as well. So it's it's other shit that have led up to this that have like fucking tipped over for me for PCW. Yeah. Just to um, end this on a relatively positive note. Um, there is still a just giving page up for uh, Cavendish Center, who uh, Chris raised a lot of money for. So you can find that on, I think it's justgiving.com slash Cavendish Center slash Chris Travis if you want to give anything there. Um, let's move on from this. I'm not willing to give them any more time. Um, Dan, you were at a wrestling show last week in a yeah. way. Yeah. So we break, we're breaking the ban. Yeah, there's been a ban for the longest time. I, th- but- I think I will clarify. I'm not going to say it. I'm I just going to th- say it was at a show. Yeah, I think that. As we're, as we're on air, we'll have a discussion. I think that the the balance should always be lifted if you've attended a show. Yeah, yeah so, we'll, we'll we'll let him away with yeah. that. So I attended What Culture Pro Wrestling Bong. through Destiny <laughs> <laughs> in Milton Keynes this past weekend. Um, Milton Keynes? Yeah. At Planet Ice. Somebody's got to go to Milton Keynes, haven't they? Like, it's been a long time to all our listeners in Milton Keynes. It reminded me back of the... Uh, the one PW Steel City Ice Rage Total Meltdown show. I was not involved at that point, so I definitely don't know your money. Because <laughs> <laughs> ice rinks are just weird to hold wrestling shows in. So I went for three reasons. There was three things I wanted to see on the show. I wanted to see Travis Drugs and Rock and Roll. Kinda. Okay. I wanted to see Travis Banks versus uh, Zack Saber Jr. Did you see that? That's yeah, six. it was a good match. The crowd were dead in points, but it's because it was a Zack Saber Jr. style match. But that's what I like. Hmm. So <laughs> just just the crowd with any points because it's a Zack Sabre Jr. style match. I thought it was a good wrestler. He is a good wrestler, but that ground style isn't for everyone. Right, okay. Um, the other thing, I went to see Pentagon. I fucking love Pentagon. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. Did you see it's Pentagon? My favorite shape. No, no. He, he was off the show due to family reasons. There's conspiracy theories around that it was due to AAA and all that stuff because his opponent was supposed to be Drago, who's a AAA guy. Uh, so I got no Pentagon. Instead, I got El Hijo, El, El, El Hijo de Dos Caras, is it? Oh, yeah. Which is Alberto Del Rio's brother. 
He's all right, isn't he? No, he's <laughs> shit. He was gassed off his entrance. I tell you what, he really couldn't. He really couldn't work in that police station when he oh, had a fight with Alberto Del Rio. Jesus Christ! Like Drago, like I've never seen a guy give so little a shit. Like I've seen, I've seen imports wrestle all the time who couldn't give a shit. Drago genuinely, like I'm surprised he even bothered putting his gear on. Like he, he, you could tell he was just like, "This is shit. This is absolute dog shit." Which is a shame because Drago's really good as well. Uh, the other thing I went to see was Ricochet versus Osprey. They've had great matches all over the world. It's a, it's a match that everyone wants to see. So the top rope broke five minutes into it. <laughs> when did it break? I want you to it, clarify specifically. It, For those of you who've seen Will Ospreay it, against Ricochet in New Japan, at what point did it break? Because I thought this was... When they something. both do the hands, handstand thing off the ropes you know and Will Ospreay like, hated, landed on his head. Yeah, Darryl, yeah. That you thought was absolute bullshit and yeah. that Vader hated. Yeah. Yeah, that's when it broke. Yeah. Yeah, well, karma, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, so, she's, it, no she wasn't there. Was she not? No. It's Blackest Trouble, though. Did they not book her? <laughs> no. Uh. That was the first match on the card. Uh... <laughs> In fairness, a nicer company. Sorry, um, the match was still really good. They worked around it, and it just meant less of the high spot stuff and more actual like wrestling and everything. And Will Ospreay's a heel there, so it was more character work. So it was all right. I read um, somewhere online that they started brawling around the arena. Yeah, but they still didn't fix the rope till after the match. No, they were trying to do something, but the turnbuckle. It was one of the ones where it like hooks in rather than like bolts in. Okay. So and the hook had bent, so it was impossible to like get it back on while the match was still going. What well, they needed, they needed to keep and the travelers. It was there, didn't they? it was live on iPay per view, so they couldn't really like stop the match or anything. If it was just another show, they could he's, have done he's it. Lost over that. Yeah, not only did they need yeah. him, but they also needed like Sam Slam to hold the ring up. Yeah. <laughs> like off of what happened. Where is Sam Slam nowadays? I don't know. I think he's just stopped. He's probably uh, working at like nationwide building society in but, uh, in Norwich. Before before I say the last part about this, I just want to say, production-wise, no company can touch what culture. Like, the money they've got and everything, production-wise, their shows are amazing. Um, Define, what do you mean production-wise? What are they doing? So, like, just the entire setup looks so professional, and the videos they have and everything, and just the whole setup is just so far and above what a lot of companies can achieve. Okay. And, like, in terms of, like, if you've seen their videos on YouTube and stuff, they've got high-quality stuff. Um... They can also bring in big stars because of the money they've got. So the main event was Kurt Angle's final UK booking versus Alberto Del Rio. Which, so the show was all right. Um, I don't think it was really for me. Like It, it was all right, but uh, it wasn't the best show I've been to. It wasn't the worst. It was fine. What about the YouTube personalities? Were they on the show? No, they weren't, which is a, a definite positive for me. Fucking hell, they finally learned. Yeah. That people, if people actually pay for it, they don't want to see bloody Steve from accounting... <laughs> Oh, but he, he did wrestling once. He, he he watches wrestling. He does a video. King Ross. King Ross. Oh. <laughs> I don't even want to say their names. But apparently for the iPay-per-views, they don't use the YouTube personalities. So that's right. a, You're that's paying money thing. to see wrestlers. You're not paying yeah. money to see... But you see, this is what I wanted from start with them. Yeah. Just, yeah. If you've got money, yeah, fucking do your own wrestling promotion. If I had, like, millions of pounds, I'd definitely be booking a new generation tribute promotion. But I think what culture are there, like, after watching it... I said to you guys earlier, they're kind of like the one PW of the YouTube generation where they've got their own thing where like fans of like the proper indie British stuff aren't going to be fans of what culture because it's too kind of... Are they double charging people's credit cards? No. Okay. So yeah, like the proper, like the progress and fans, they'll be a bit like, yeah, it's that's not for us. And then the pure WWE fans will be like, well, they've got all these indie guys and stuff. It's for people who are kind of in the middle who don't really know the British scene, but are like smarter WWE fans, which is fine. That's They've got a product. I'm not going to say anything bad about all that. The one thing I want to say bad about, um, on the shows I go to quite often, the crowds are quite like, what's the word I'm looking for? 
Well, they're indirific and they'll chant things and stuff, but the chants are always respectful. Like, it's very rare. Like, well, they're always respectful. What about well, that show where all the racism happened? Yeah. Which one was uh, the RevPro? Oh, RevPro. It was like homophobic stuff. And but oh. then oh, all the outcry. All right, then. Yeah. But then well, all the outcry fine. after it showed like what the majority of the crowd was like. Okay. All right. So during the main event of Alberto Del Rio versus Kurt Angle, who was sat in the front row for this match? Uh, Paige. Oh yeah. Paige was there, and uh, she was well, like, she was. when people started chanting for her, she was like doing the thing, saying like, "Stop chanting!" Like she was. The camera. I, I was Don't watching be sat the camera. Front row then, right? I'll, yeah. start, I'll cut you off right there. Yeah. Yeah, Don't that be sat w- front row. That was a bit funny. Sit somewhere else. I noticed the cameras did a really good job of not filming her. Sit in the fucking like, rafters. The, the cameras would like purposely angle so they weren't on so they her didn't at do any a point. TNA when that no. Islander went. Oh, no, that's a shame. But um, a big group of fans sat behind me. I don't know if it ended up on the pay per view feed. Started chanting, "Does she take it up the arse?" Oh, no, that's pretty fucking funny though. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know, it just it just uh, it wound me up because it's just one of those things that's like it, we... it isn't right, but it is funny. I'm sorry, it is funny. I, I was the whole point about that. that is don't put her right. in front of all these bloody wrestling fans. Right, you know yeah, I mean? I, right. I see what you're saying because it, it, yeah. it's demeaning, right? Just yeah. to put it out there, but it's funny. It is funny, like because because she, she's got a sat front front row, and yeah, she shouldn't be subject to that. But at the same time, like she's a notable person, especially in wrestling business. And she's not meant to be on camera because it's a different company. So yeah, just just go sit in rafters or sit backstage, watch it on our pay per view feed. If right. you don't, if you don't cut out, I think we need to. Since we're talking about Paige, we need yeah. to move on to. That's the other reason we shouldn't demean her, because the thing we're about to talk about just yeah, sold for seventeen point five million. Yeah. Plus, also like you know, her brothers and her dad are probably like <laughs> kick fuck out of us. So yeah, don't. They've probably got guys to kick. Fuck and they're out gonna, of us now. yeah, they probably can afford to do that now. So like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're not short of a few bob at the moment. Uh, and why is that? Because they're going to be in a film. Well. They're actually... Well, not really. So The Rock made a tweet. It was a little bit more than a week ago, because it was just as we were recording last week, but so much stuff's come about it since then that we've sort of put it off a little bit, haven't we? Yeah. Um, so The Rock made a tweet saying he's going to make a film about the um, the documentary Fighting With My Family. Now, that's for those of you who haven't watched it. It's on all four, I believe. It is it's like shameless, isn't it? It's a bit like <laughs> a documentary about decent you know how I just definitely sidestep that one. Just get, just Ricky Roy, you know, the other one. If uh Zach. Yeah. If you wanted if you wanted someone whose head you want to kick in, it's Daryl, right? <laughs> so I didn't you're I'm all right. more scared of uh, bloody Sweet Soraya than yeah. Yeah, that, she, that's a good call. Would, yeah. She would rip your head off, mate. Yeah. I know, I know, I know she would. Break you like a fucking twig. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the Rock's production company are executive producing Fine With My Family, right? Seven Box Productions in association with WWE Films, Misha Films, don't know who they are, and Film 4. It's filming now, or it's starting to film now, directed by Stephen Merchant. Goggle-eyed freak. We've got ourselves a lucky goggle-eyed freak <laughs> to do the wrestling film. It's the Og Monster. <laughs> Back again. right in. Boy. <laughs> so... They made some casting choices as well. I guess, like, the casting choices are actually pretty good. You know, yeah, they're not they're not WWE film casting choices, are they? The really people, the people I've heard of. So Nick Frost is going to play Ricky Knight. Yeah, which I'm a little disappointed about because, like, I was pulling for Steve McFadden to get the role, <laughs> but then I was pulling for him to get all the roles. So, you know what so I mean? yeah, but they're not cast. Have they cast the the sons yet? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know who Jack Loden is, but he's Zach Zodiac. Um. Lena Headey from Game of Thrones is going to be Sweet Soraya. Yeah. 
I don't think I could pick anyone better. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's casting. nailed on casting, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, some lass whose name I've not Florence Pugh. I've not heard of her, but she's in a few things. She seems to be pretty up on the whole wrestling thing. She seems to be pretty excited about playing Paige, as essentially who she's playing. Um, the Rock's going to be in it, and they announced yesterday. Did you see this? So Vince Vaughn's going to be in it. Yeah, is he playing Vince McMahon? No. Well, uh. I wondered that, right? But. The Rock said he's playing an 80s wrestling star who's squandered all his money and he's assuring them that he's going to play Scott Hall, isn't he? Vince Vaughn's going to play. Think about the hair. Think about... Do you think? Yeah, it's... I'm, was, I'm, it, was the... Obviously, it's not a shot-for-shot remake of the documentary. It's just a film based on the documentary. Well, I don't know if he was in the documentary, but I know he's... No, he wasn't. He's been over a fair few times. He's friends with the Knights. Scott yeah, Hall he's is. He's the GM of WAW. There I you believe. go, then. I'm nailed on it, Scott Hall. I'm telling you now, Vince Vaughn is playing if Scott he, Hall. If he can do the hey yo, then that's all I want. Yeah. Even Vince Vaughn starts film, tweeting he pictures. Just, he just looks down the camera and just says hey yo. That's all I want. So even though I feel like they're stealing a living from like Steve McFadden and Ross Kemp, you know, I mean, they're they're naturals for the uh, for the night boys, aren't they? Yeah. What are they called now? The hooligans. Yeah. yeah. UK hooligans, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, there you go then. Yeah. Devastated about that. But this is mental, isn't it? Yeah, but it's also notable because it's a WWE is a part production for WWE films. It's the most. It's got to be the most successful film already because it sold its distribution for seventeen point five million to MGM. Yeah, which is mental. That's mental money for a film just because The Rock's tied to it. Yeah, which um, I, I was listening to another podcast recently, which I know we're not allowed to do. You, you what? Um, but he stole the format of opening contest from another no, podcast. No, he didn't. Not a wrestling one. He though. said he did on air. So you can't prove that right now. <laughs> anyway, um, and it were I think it was the Bruce. Pritchard one and he was on about um, WB films and he had to go and help do some he went no he went was it no it was for the XFL sorry it was for the XFL but it's a similar thing right. just to find another division and he went um, he went to the first ever XFL thing but he was trying to book fucking Wrestlemania 17 or 18 whatever it was <laughs> and he was like 17. so uh, there were meeting with the XFL people and saying, so what do you do? And I make the fucking money for this company. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I listen to this. Because I know a lot of the writers, like, I'm not saying that they probably hate the WWE films division because they came from film and TV, didn't they? But like, they must think that that division bleeds the company fucking dry. <laughs> and I can imagine Michael A's fucking hate in the film division. But now the film, now the film division's probably do, do, been, do. yeah, made more money than than fucking WrestleMania this year. Let's be clear on one thing though: if this has done nothing else, it's definitely made sure that Paige is staying in a job for a little while, hasn't it? Yeah, she's like, she'll be doing all sorts now. Like yeah. you know, it's I've toned myself down a little bit. Love she's, it, yeah. yeah, so she's on two wellness violations. You're not telling me that until this film is shot and in the cinemas, she's getting a third one. She's definitely not, is no, she? No, well, she, she'll, she'll earn, earn it off on good behaviour. You know what Randy Orton did that time? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, one of the strikes just got rescinded because, like, you know, he's not been caught for a while. Do you while. think they can rescind one of the strikes for just selling a film? Yeah. <laughs> well, you did a film. That's basically rehab. Or they'll sign her to a part-timer's contract, so then she'd have to have any... They'll, they might do a cyborg <laughs> and get her a... Uh... The retroactive... <laughs> yeah, a retroactive uh, exemption. Yeah, basically like for actual drug tests they can retroactively say oh you've got an exemption even though they've already failed the drug test that's what they're doing with cyborg so she can fight for the featherweight title they're getting her a retro retroactive exemption for how? the drug she was taking because it was prescribed she just didn't clear it with the commission i don't okay. know how mate yeah. no idea yeah. <laughs> good little bonds nice little can i hear money rustling no. <laughs> nice little bonds yeah, yeah. 
You don't have to see pure silk for nine ninety nine. So. so do you think there's gonna be any actors playing like British wrestling scumbags in this? Oh, uh so that's No. Uh what? <laughs> just cause no, just cause like obviously British wrestling does have some scumbags and I can't remember who was in the documentary. I just thought how uh, Mitchell Brothers could get into it. Yeah. I'm sure Knights used to book uh, the UK Pitbulls all the time. There you go then. Nailed on. Put a bit of fucking Steve weight McFan on to play George. <laughs> Well, all I'm saying is, you know, if the Kemp brothers can play the craze, why can't... So, you know, yeah. got to... And don't have a go at the eyes, because that's, you know, that's the stigmatism that they've had since the age of five. That's what makes them a bit bulbous. El Ligero's in the documentary. I just remembered that. Is but he? That's so, related to nothing. So who are they going to get to play El Ligero? Stephen Merchant, obviously. CGI Stephen Merchant. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's the eyes. Oh, good fun, good fun. All good fun, isn't it? Clean. Goggles. Yeah. So. so, I hope Barry from EastEnders is in it. Yeah. <laughs> you could play somebody. Yeah. You could get him in the film. Have you got to cast somebody to play Bust Vince? Sally! No. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they cast somebody to play Vince it'll be like that scene in Fame well I like I think Graham might get that reference more yeah, than you I, I don't, yeah I've never yeah, seen Fame um, <laughs> there's a scene in Fame which is completely unlike anything else in that film that's what this scene will be like if you've ever seen Fame you know exactly what scene I'm talking about the original cast. the original not the remake <laughs> oh not the remake oh uh, well I've only seen the remake yeah, so that's so, <laughs> what's the point do you think they're going to get uh, Warwick Davis to play Hornswoggle <laughs> just for shits and giggles <laughs> definitely oh I hope someone is playing Vince. Can you imagine how annoyed Vince would be with someone playing Vince? Yeah. He'd definitely be like, I want to play myself. I'm the only man who can play me. People come to see me. Yeah, but do you think, because his film divisions do it, like, part funding it, he can sort of be like, well, I'm going to play me. I'm going to give it the job. Well, The I'm Rock's going to be in it as presumably himself. Yeah. It's like, I'd be very surprised if The Rock's in it. It's like, hey, I'm John Cena. That'd be brilliant, actually. <laughs> you know what? I want The Rock to play John Cena. I wonder how many wrestlers are going to cast in it because all the WWE films now have got wrestlers well, in it this is what is... I was going to say earlier about Tessa Blanchard Tessa what? Blanchard is in the film is she? that's why she wasn't at the What Culture show this weekend oh, right. she yeah, was filming true, her role in that film she's probably playing I don't know Jetta or somebody yeah. who's, who's a WAW woman uh, I don't think Jetta is Eden Black yeah Eden Black she, she was yeah, yeah. Um, what was that oh you've lost me now oh no don't matter move don't on mind. don't worry about it move on move on all got things to do uh, elimination Chamber to talk about We'll talk about that after this Born down in El Paso Where the tumbleweeds blow To the middleweight champ of all Mexico Dad fought many bloody battles And he raised four sons Chavo was the oldest one Old man Gory could pop Like a live grenade Raised his boys in the way of the trade Hector and Mondo Young Eddie G Chavo meant the most to me Look high It's my last hope Chavo Guerrero Coming off the top rope He came from Texas seeking fortune and fame Elimination Chamber <laughs>
There's no easy way out. <laughs> it's got a, it's a, it's a, a diabolic structure. It's all shiny and new, isn't it? With lights on it and that. Yeah, it's all square and that and all, isn't it? Yeah. Vulcanized We're talking about the Elimination rubber. Chamber. Here are the Royal Grumble. Um, whilst you fill for me, I'm going to tell you whether our fans enjoy the new chamber or not. Well, it had lights on it, didn't it? Yeah, I quite like the lights. Yeah, we're it, all right. Like landing strip ready for people to come in. Landing oh, strip. Landing strip. <laughs> it's got a logo on it. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, it got the logo in. It's definitely so someone can try and climb out and do what Homicide couldn't back in TNA. Because it, it's actually the same shape as that cage now. What the, was it the Terror Dome? Yeah, it's got like the, en- the entrance at the top you can get through. And- 67% of our fans said it looks great. 33% said hate it round is better. And also, Shapist. How, how dare they put rubber in there so people are protected from the metal grating? Well, I tell you what, let's address that right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is better because they're not getting injured, but when they should have figured out at some point that people would know that it wasn't, you know, that it'd been changed because it doesn't make the same sound. So I am happier because they're not got them fucking people taking bumps on steel grates because that was yeah. horrible. But at the same time, like, I can understand. Wh- I don't understand why they're like trying to sell it as if, oh, it's just as bad when, like, you know, it's not making any noise when people are bumping it. Yeah, it's it's just a bit weird, isn't it? I should just add a bloke that just makes like a bang noise every time somebody <laughs> dropped. You know, just like like you know, like Foley. Yeah, not Mick Foley, obviously. <laughs> like, but actual Foley sound. Of, you Mick know, Foley like, could do it. He's not going to be doing. He much. probably could. Yeah, be, while, while he's recuperating from his hip injury, just having yeah, by ringside making noises. Wanking. But that I didn't even I notice. I a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice. Where's though, Santa Claus? Until JBL fucking brought up the fact that I remember seeing Umaga cut up his feet on the metal grating outside, and then instantly cut, and you went, "It's not metal grating anymore." Well when did then, that JBL, that's classic comedy. He fell over again on pre-show. Yeah, I did see that. Trip, that was pissed. Trip Bradshaw returns. Yeah, that was brilliant. Let's I liked that the roof was high though, so the. Um... Because they could actually stand on top of the chambers. The one spots. thing I dislike about that is last year we saw the New Day do something I can't remember anyone else doing, which was when someone was stood on the top of the thing, they grabbed their foot and dragged them in so they couldn't do stuff and it hurt them more. So while even though while they're in the pod, they were active in the match, whereas you can't do that now. Yeah, but you shouldn't be, top. should you? You shouldn't be active in the match. You're not in the match yet, so it's yeah. fine. I, I, I kind of like that spot where they were just kind of being dicks while they were still in the cage, so you didn't forget about them. Instead of just standing there anonymously with a light over top. at this point, I, I, I wish I could forget about the New Day. So, I mean. Do you not think New Day rocks? No. Okay. Although, funny thing about the New Day, they're talking about ice cream a lot, aren't they? Yeah. Now, all I'm going to say is, CM Punk banged on about ice cream bars for several months. New Day are getting ice cream. So, I think it's CM Punk actually had, an ice, he actually had an ice cream bar. Yeah, but he forgot about it. Yeah, didn't he? what a who, dick. All I'm saying is, who gets stuffed on? <laughs> CM Punk... Why are you moaning about it on New Day selling merch? Exactly. Exactly. They sold cereal, now they're selling ice cream. Hope CM Punk has a big cry wank <laughs> into a... You're probably into your cry wanking today. Well, no, he is. Something what happened so... to him. <laughs> Bad Valentine's Day for him, <laughs> wasn't it? What do you... It, 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 it nearly you was. You don't know nothing. <laughs> you go away. I don't even like either of you. What? Sure. So, so the first match was Becky Lynch versus Mickey James. So the first match was Mojo Rawley against Kurt Hawkins. I failed to did not watch it. it. Right, yeah. in terms of weak pre-show matches, though, that's exceptionally weak, isn't it? That's yeah. like if you diluted your Robinsons with 100% water and no Robinsons. Yeah. I mean, that's how weak it is. <laughs> like, who, who's reacting to that? Mojo Rawley's mom? No, she's not watching fucking pre-show. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. 
He, he likes Mojo. Yeah, they're mates. Does, does he? Yeah, he's, they actually are mates off uh, of I don't football. know who it is. They're both football. hype. All right. Football! Okay, can we move on? Uh, we, we, don't, we didn't watch this. All right. Becky yeah. Lynch and Mickey James. The second best match on the show, I thought. Yeah. I think a two matches better already. They both contain men. I oh, yeah, actually, no. No, he's right. Yeah, they're not, it's not the second best match on the show. Right. <laughs> I thought this match was quite good. It was, you know... I, I think it also might be because I wavered a little bit during the show. So I, my t- actually I had my attention, and then as the show went on, my attention went I tried bit. to stay up and watch it live, and uh, it but, was probably about... Partway, well, I certainly fell asleep during the tag team turmoil match, and it was when I woke up and saw Nikki Bella and Natalia having a match. I was like, "Right, well, I'm going to bed now, aren't I?" <laughs> you know what I mean, like, if it had just been the main event at the start, like that one SmackDown pay per view, I'd, I'd yeah. been fine. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I I quite enjoyed this match. Mickey James is doing pretty good since she's come back. Becky Lynch is always pretty good. This match was all right. She it, beat her on SmackDown in you know fifty fifty booking land. Yeah. Because she did one of those completely unheard of in- angles where she like faked an injury, and then like Whoa. I know you believe that she got Becky uh, Becky Lynch with that as well. Because I mean, she never falls for any of that shit. Fucking Becky, hell. every all of my friends turned on me, Lynch. <laughs> Deary me. Um, next match was fun. Right, remember what the next match was? Dolph Ziggler against Apollo. Crews right, okay, 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 okay. Right, so. Is Dolph Ziggler a heel or a face? He's a baddie. What in in real life, in the stories, or in his in, mind? In the WWE universe, baddie. Is he a heel? Is he a face? Well, what's on his Twitter handle? Let's have a look. <laughs> hmm. Hashtag heel. He's a villain. Right. Okay. So in a storyline, why would you book the heel in a match where he's at a disadvantage? Because he's bad and he deserves comeuppance. No, no. Because on Raw, um. Roman Reigns meant to be a babyface. We'll not get into whether he gets booed or not. He's meant, well, he's meant yeah. to be. He's meant to be a babyface. Stephanie McMahon heel. She went right. You can wrestle the tag team champions. But, so that makes sense, right? Let's put it conversely though. Why wouldn't a face GM on the other side of the coin put the faces? Because the face GM should be for justice and equality and equal opportunities and all that bollocks. Is equal opportunities one Mexican, one black? So you know. <laughs> black history month, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> I want to start by saying white, you know, there was a positive in. about this match. That they threw Callisto into that video board? That was it, it's fun. to do with that. Okay. Did you notice how quick they replaced the video board? I did, yeah. Yeah, it was it's like... an LED light board, just, yeah. just for reference. But yeah, like, it was during the match, they managed to fix it, and you could see, like, it where he'd kicked the and lights in. didn't fix the ring yeah. in the middle of a match. Shit cunts. Yeah, that, that, it was quite impressive how quickly they well, replaced the Where's your the production panels. values now, WCPW? I still won't say that. Those were those two words. I won't <laughs> just say bleep that. that. Bleep that. Bleep what he said. Yeah, definitely. I'm not gonna. But, um, yeah, so they they um he he attacked Callisto, lobbed him into that LED light board, and then had a shit match with Apollo Cruz that nobody gave a fuck about. Oh no, they did. They just all chanted for Ziggler. The yeah, crowd were the absolute bellends, though, right? For as much as the whole Ziggler, it's so funny because he was such a crap face. So they've turned him heel, and now he's a crap heel. <laughs> so people are cheering him, but the crowd were knobheads for this yeah. whole show. Which you could tell from the start when as soon as someone went out of the ring, it was like, 10, 10, 10, we're part of it. You deserve it. 10. We deserve it. 10. (laughs) You were part of that, mate. I I shook my head. There's (laughs) There's 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 video video evidence of me shaking my head at that. (laughs) I I was annoyed that he pilmanized him after the match, but yeah, Apollo Crews is kind of fine now. He's not got a broken ankle or anything. 
such a heel. Yeah, there didn't seem to be much consequence to that, did there? If, they, yeah. if he's just walking about fine. I mean, if they didn't want to put him in a part, they should have at least just had him off TV. Or give him a walking stick or something. Yeah. So the, the next match was a tag team turmoil match. Um, the first part of this was all right. But it, well, yeah, the, the fashion just, it was just all right. The fashion popo. Well, it's just that I don't really care about a lot of the tag teams in the tag division. What, you don't care about Breezango? Thing is, though, I, right? I quite you don't like care Breezango. about the Vaud villains. Breezango, they could How do be you not decent, care about Heath Slater? They're, they're entertaining, Rhino. aren't they? The, the, the uh, Sunset Flip Spot, I really like that. No, they, they could be decent if they <laughs> yeah, got behind they, them a bit. Yeah, I agree. But I just, I just do not believe they would win a single match. Much like the Ascension, they that, came down at the end and, and they want you to think, oh, the Ascension are going to win. I'm like, no, I don't think they're going to win because they're the Ascension. You know, you know one what, of right? them, one of them said, I look like a, a rat. <laughs> My face looks like a rat. I've got ratitude. Let's never forget that. Connor. I don't think we ever can forget it, Daryl, because you know, every time we mention it. Because when it were good. Right, here's the thing with the Ascension, though, right? That's, they've the changed shit. up their look a bit more again. Yeah. And it's supposed to be more menacing, but it looks like a 14-year-old goth girl did their makeup. Like, one of them's got cobwebs underneath his eyes and stuff. And oh. it's like, they look like a Tim Burton fucking wank fantasy. And it's just... Cry wank fantasy? <laughs> I, I nearly said cry wank. You're getting that as a thing now. <laughs> it's just weird. Hashtag cry wank. <laughs> but yeah, um, they're a bit shit. Uh, fashion Police, I don't think they ever need to win a match. They're just Are they called Fashion Police or are they still called Breezango? Still called Either. Breezango, but okay. they are the Fashion Police. Yeah. Like they're both. Well, they should be. They, they can lose every match, but they're entertaining, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah but I don't want them to lose every match because actually they're all right. And I think mm. they'd be better for any position than the Ascension. I yeah. don't watch Sm- All the Vaud villains. I don't watch SmackDown every week. As Heath Slater and Rhino got back together then, because last time I yeah. saw them, Rhino sort of like... They sort of implied that they'd split up, hadn't yeah. they? But they never really did, because then like the next week they were tagging Because they then realised they had nothing for either of them I to do. I think basically someone phoned up the headbangers, the headbangers were like, oh no, we're on, like, we're on holiday, we're in Benidorm. We're, we're just... We've got a book in Preston. Yeah. And we're, like, not, oh, we're, well, not, we're not donating our wages. That, All that face paint we're going to give to you. Oi, the Ascension, come over here. I think the biggest thing, like Ascension looked like such fucking morons that they couldn't beat American Alpha after they got destroyed by the Usos. I think what they should have done is had a team, not the Ascension, come down and beat American Alpha after yeah. getting that beat down from the Usos. Yeah, otherwise, what was the point? It, don't you? Who? Well, who's quite a good heel team? Haven't been introduced on the main roster yet. Go on. Had a uh, had a feud with American Alpha in NXT. Who? who? Uh, All day and night. Go uh, hard. Bloody, he's singing the theme tune, isn't he? Yeah, was, you can't remember the name, can you? No, I can't. No, I keep wanting to call him the Ascension. <laughs> the Revival. The Revival. I knew it was Why so did like... you help him? Oh, no. No, they're called the Mechanics. <laughs> oh, the, the mecha- Mechanics is a better name. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? <laughs> uh, we had uh, a dig in that. The Revival, yeah. That would have been a better way. Like, that would have been a good way to debut them. Yeah. But as much as I like the Revival, it didn't have to be them. It, it could have been a team on main roster, but it, not the Ascension because of shit. But it, do you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. I think it would have been a good. Not, I'm not uh, that I want the belts to switch all time because we'll get onto the Raw Women's title later. <laughs> um, but I think that it's a good way to get the belts off American Alpha without them looking weak, and yeah. then they can chase it into WrestleMania and just get them back at WrestleMania. Because I think there's more fun in American Alpha chasing. I think. Yeah. What's the next match? Nikki Bella versus Natalia. Um. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Like there was not a technical error there, ladies and gentlemen. There was just genuine data. Went to no finish. Um, 
Oh, there was a little bit after it where they had a fight. They've set up the Cena match, haven't they? set it up, haven't they? <laughs> They're going for it, aren't they? So they set it up twice, both in very subtle ways. <laughs> That's what they're going for. They are. Um, this was just they're having a false cat anyway match next week on SmackDown. Um, and that'll be the end of it, I guess, won't it? You'd then they'll move, so, move her on to Maurice. Yeah, move on to the big match. Yeah. So Natalia will probably win. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but then if Nikki's not going to be around, then it makes sense. Yeah. Because then you can do Natty versus Naomi. Just depends whether Nikki comes comes in and goes. Don't fancy it this week, lads. Uh, <laughs> Who's my boyfriend? Oh, what's that, John? Oh, I can do what I like. Oh. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, which one are you? I'm the one with the tits. Oh, yeah, do what you like. Yeah, go for it. Sorted. Yeah. Let's talk about my third star of the night. Okay. Randy Orton, Luke Harper. That was good. This were all right, yeah. yeah. Luke I Harper enjoyed was this match. I really I, enjoyed I, it. I enjoyed it. Luke Harper was good. I really like Luke Harper at the moment. Like, I've always liked him as a bit of a solid hand sort, but I'm really enjoying him in this sort of pseudo baby face, like turning on Bray. Him turning on Bray Wyatt. Whereas for the longest time I was like, oh, what's point? Because like, where's he going to go after that? I'm not bothered at this point. It could be good. Yeah. He's got one of my favourite entrance music. He got rid of his little eye thing. Yeah, I know. I was annoyed about that because I love that video, like the video of all the eyes, like in the kaleidoscope. Yeah, right. Because he's got mental eyes, isn't it? So give him the mental eyes thing. It just was his name. (laughs) David Flair entrance. (laughs) (laughs) Luke Harper. This match did everything it needed to. Luke Harper looked like a star with a bit... And then Randy Orton got his win going into WrestleMania. He did some which is, mental dives to outside as well, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Which, should he be doing that? You can tell Luke Harper came from Wrestle Factory, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> Luke Harper in it, so. Like, it is impressive, but at, same, but at the same time, like. Equinox. Who's <laughs> <laughs> <just> naming him? <laughs> he said Wrestle Factory, so I was like, well, there we go. Ben Gerard. Would well, you not think, like, somebody. I'm not saying he's the biggest wrestler, but he's a big guy. Do you yeah. think he should be doing fucking dives? He should be saving himself, shouldn't he? I guess so, but then this match was kind of like, this is one of the biggest matches he's had. So it's his biggest single well, match wait, he's wait had. Wait till WrestleMania is in that triple threat with Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> I'd kill for that. Like, I'd genuinely be really happy with that. Well, you, well, you, you might probably, be happy. Yeah, yeah you we'll might get, get we'll that. talk to you about that a little, a little bit in a minute. Um, Alexa Bliss lost the SmackDown Women's Championship to Naomi, who's uh, apparently now injured. Uh, right. Like, what do you mean? Uh, um, I, I wasn't a fan of right, I'm not being funny, but like, it wasn't a great match, but is, is Alexa Bliss significantly better than Naomi? Yeah. No, she's uh, not. It's Black History Month. Which one's better? Alexa Bliss. Right. Racist? No. Because like, <laughs> Alexa Bliss is fine, okay? She's fine, and her character works mean- very good. In the ring, she's not that much better than the rest of them. Yeah. And like... You can go on about, like, you're you're supposed to be the fan of women's wrestling here, Dan. Like, you're supposed to be selling it to us. So, like, are you seriously telling me that Alexa Bliss is a much better wrestler? Not character, uh, Okay, wrestler as a wrestler, they they're probably even. Exactly. So, like, why not... the full not package, Alexa the, Bliss is better. Why not give Dayglow, I mean, you know, Neon Pants Mc... Hometownington, give her the <laughs> chance to go into her hometown. Oh no, but I'm, I'm, I've got no problem with the result. Leave her alone. I just think the match was too great. Well, no, it wasn't very good because neither of them are that good, are they? Of the three women's matches, this was the weakest. Yeah, and this was yeah. the one for the title. Well done, SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> no escape time. No escape. Yeah, the no escape match. Did you notice? By the way, did you see the German commentators? Yeah, oh, they did say elimination chamber, but obviously they they can't put that on posters really <laughs> in. Uh, in Deutschland they, they said it after staring awkwardly at the camera for a few seconds like are you going to put us on 
Um, so this started with Cena and Styles, which was a pretty good start. Is this now? I was trying to check this out, and I haven't been able to find anything corroborating it. But I think this is the first chamber match where all six participants have been in before someone's been eliminated. I can't corroborate that anywhere. And if anyone can tell us, tweet us at Royal Grumble Pod, please. Yeah, I couldn't bother going through 20 Elimination Chamber matches to figure this one out. We went through enough last week. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> All the ones last week, though, that we, we know that there weren't six people in at the same time. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So we've eliminated I, some of them. I remember that one that where Nash came in and he was like the fifth person. And by the time the sixth person came out, he was already gone. <laughs> Did he tear his quad? No, he just earns his money, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he like, is one of the best workers in the world. I'm not going to win. <laughs> so four minutes, big boot all the people, then get pinned by yeah. Jericho. I can give an exact quote of Kevin Nash on this one. They don't pay me to see don't pay to see me do a five star match. They pay me to see the big boot. Put the hand in the air, jackknife powerbomb, we all go home happy. I think he did all of those things. He put he did a big boot, got pinned, did the jackknife powerbomb on Jericho anyway, fucked off. Yeah. Big Kev ends his money. What a guy. Uh this match was really good. I enjoyed it. Um Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of good spots in it, like lobbing him off it. Cena were lobbing himself about. Did you hear that guy shout at Cena, don't kill yourself, Cena? <laughs> no. Because right. at first, I had to rewind it because at first I thought he said, do kill <laughs> Can I ask all you guys, what was your favourite like moment in the Elimination Chamber match? So I, I've got a definite favourite moment. Uh, I, I don't really, not one thing sticks out to me. I liked Bray's entrance when he went round every chamber and yeah. held his that was uh, pretty cool. candlelight thing to, to each one. Oh, and uh, Miz looked like he was going to shit himself. That is my favourite moment. The Miz, when his chamber was open and Baron Corbin just turned and waited for him. Just that whole little segment was my favourite bit of the match. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Did you, did you not enjoy Miz's kicks that followed? I'm sick no. of like <laughs> people having to go at Miz's kicks. They're not supposed to be good. The yeah, whole yeah. point is he's taking piss out of Daniel Bryan. He's not supposed to be good at them. He's a baddie. Exactly. We're not supposed he's to like a bad him. guy. So was the figure four, was he taking the piss out of Ric Flair? Or... Well, he was a good guy back then. <laughs> Ric so Flair no. <laughs> no, that was just shit. No, I'll, I'll give you that. We saw him as a face. He beat Wade Barrett. Everyone beat Wade Barrett. For the Championship of the pre-show. Yeah, did Wade Barrett ring, win it back the next night? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Cena got eliminated before, uh, before Wyatt and Yeah, Styles. what's your feelings on that? I... Liked it from the sense that it popped the crowd because they knew they were going to have a new champion. But then theoretically, you're ending up with two two heels at the end, and everyone knew Bones Bray Wyatt was winning. Yeah, everyone knew that. So like, as a result, they were sort of cheering for him. And, uh, the crowd were quite. There was quite a big section of the crowd behind AJ Styles as well. I'm not saying they weren't behind yeah. him, but the new Baron. Uh, uh, yeah, the new Bray Wyatt was going to win. But then I think if it was left with Bray and Cena, the crowd would have been pro Bray. Whereas it with AJ Styles, there's going to be a split at least. Well, I think they were still probably pro like, Bray. Yeah, like if it, if it was left for those two, I think it, it wouldn't have been more even split. It'd have been way more towards Bray Wyatt because they want to see a new champion rather than how it was. Where the other it's like, thing though is that once way. Cena was out, you knew it was like if you had one percent, like you, because there's always that one percent that WWE could go back to. Well, Cena against Orton's the big rivalry we all want. That's, that's what I oh, secretly Jesus wanted. Christ. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it would have been nice. I, no, I this, would have been, this would have been a very different you show You want it today. now, but then remember, just think about it. When we're watching WrestleMania and we're in hour seven of eight. Yeah. Have you listened to this show? What do I do? <laughs> I fucking moan and whinge. This would have been delightful. It would have been a good time to wake us up at hour seven, like just to watch all the fans going, boo, we hate you both. Oh, we'd slightly like Orton more. Yeah, they'd have got behind Orton, wouldn't they? Which is really mental, isn't yeah. it? Like, why are WrestleMania... 
I'll address you now, WrestleMania crowds. It's been, it's time. Why why would you prefer Randy Orton, who's been spoon fed everything, than John Cena, who like, yeah, okay, he's been given a push, but he's theoretically at least had to work to get into the company in the first place. Logic isn't there, is it? You were part of the crowd once, so you could answer that. Yeah, well, I, I cheered for. Did I cheer for John Cena against The Rock? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah I, video I, uh, of that. I was wearing a Shawn Michaels hat that had a John Cena armband over the top of it. <laughs> uh, you think that's good, right? <laughs> I was wearing a CM Punk t shirt, as everybody around me thought, until John Cena picked up the one, two, three, at which point I took off my CM Punk t shirt and went, yeah, and waved my John Cena <laughs> hostile loyalty respect shirt. No, it was Rise Above Hate. Yeah. Yeah. Primark. And everyone's, yeah. Good, Full on. Good buy that one. Yeah. And uh, literally, if you go back and see the wide shot, you can see me take my t shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania 29 watch it so overall this show it was alright it was alright everything Smackdown does is just good yeah and enjoyable so it, it's hard to tell with Raw there's such peaks and troughs that some of the peaks feel really good and some of the troughs are really low yeah. whereas Smackdown it's always good but it's sometimes it just lacks the impact I think yeah I think Vince has more of a hands on approach with Raw not that he doesn't with SmackDown, but I think he probably Which is why it probably feels a not as good and b more important. Yeah, yeah. You won't see a SmackDown tag team doing an advert where one of them's trying to fuck a chicken. A dead he's said, he's chicken. Said it oh, again. He's done it again. Yeah, all right, we get that, it. The advert was on again. Yeah. They were showed it twice during the elimination chamber. It. it it was the advert, like you know, when you turn it on, it automatically gives you an still advert. Still doing it. That's not actually part of the pay per view. It he's just gives you a random advert. About like, the advert. Sometimes, it, like today, I watched Talking Smack and it came up saying tonight uh, NXT's on. Uh, the advert for Elimination Chamber for me was Enzo wanting to fuck a bucket. Of By chicken. the way, if you haven't watched NXT, you should all go and watch NXT because it was Tyler Bate against uh, Trent Seven. Trent Seven. Trent um, Seven's all over the show. Yeah, was it? Was he good? Yeah, that's all. Um. Yeah. So, are we going to talk? Do you want to talk about Raw or SmackDown next? Because Raw comes chronologically. You want Smackdown's to do it chronologically because yeah. you get all upset about it, don't you? Yeah, but we, even though piss me off, it, it thematically make... it would follow better. Let's, yeah, do, Smackdown, let's do SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. So um, they're going for the triple threat. Ray, uh, Randy Orton against. Bray yeah, so have you White, seen any of SmackDown, Dan? Uh, I, I watched Talking Smack. Okay, so you'll which... know about the announcement for the uh, Battle Royal then. Yeah. Yeah. So um, on the show, the show ends with Bray Wyatt retaining his title. Yeah, and Randy Orton walks into the ring and says uh, something about "I am the servant, you are the master." I'm not going to fight you. Yeah, yeah. and uh, gets happy down, Valentine's Day. Gets down on his knees, fifty and shades darker, and uh, noshes him off. He does, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the noshing off was off camera. He even tickles his balls as well. He did a bit. So it's that viper tongue. He's a keeper. What are you saying about viper? Leave her out of this. <laughs> so, so um, yeah. So some of that didn't happen, but yeah. you, yeah. And uh, so the slave bit, right? Yeah, the slave yeah. bit. Yeah. So the um, that's why the battle royals made for next week, which Luke Harper's winning. I mean, it's got to be Luke Harper, and it. If it's not, they've it, really sodded it up. Yeah. Oh, we've forgotten to be annoyed at the crowd, which I, I was annoyed at the crowd. But let's not forget that they chanted "You deserve it" at both Bray Wyatt and Naomi. Just don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know I was defending Naomi, but I'm not chanting "You deserve it." At her. Just don't. Yeah, I can't think of an instance where you deserve it. I'd be happy that the crowd chanted that. Because uh, no. who are they to judge? Even if a, it was someone who did deserve it, I still don't want to hear it. Yeah. The Participation Award. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, no, there they are. He's, he's got us. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, I, I think I said that was good, yeah. 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 But yeah, so like, that's why the match is made. And surely Luke Harper's winning mm. that because... I hope so. Because like, who else 
So on SmackDown, they did an amazing bit with Luke Harper. Did you see SmackDown? I've not. I've seen highlights. Right, so seen... basically, um, when Bray did his entrance, obviously everything's dark, isn't it? So the lights came... Because at this point, Cena and Styles are already in. They did their entrance, mm. so the champions last. He did his entrance, and as the lights came back up, Luke Harper was stood there, just stood next to the ring, <laughs> smacked Bray Wyatt, knocked him about a bit, and when they came back from adverts... Uh, the match had already started and Bray Wyatt was still like smacked outside the ring whilst Luke Harper had fucked off. I like that. So uh, <laughs> let's say they're doing a triple threat at WrestleMania. Put the belt on Luke. Oh, I wish. That'd be amazing. I wish. But no, Randy Orton's winning. Right. It'd be like every Rusev WrestleMania match, I'll be disappointed at the end. For a long, I know it's coming and I'll be disappointed. For a long I can part hope. of it, they'll be like, oh, we're working together to take down Luke Harper and then like they won't. Yeah. And then It'll be the opening match Okay, well, well. I know. Uh... Actually, no, it shouldn't. Because... Entrance won't work in the sunlight, will it? So they're yeah. going to have to keep it till at least the penultimate. Maybe they use that as the match that calms the crowd down before the uh, before the Goldberg and Lesnar main event, <laughs> the proper match. No, surely the surely the main event is going to be the John Cena amazing gender tag match. So then at the end he can propose. Like they go off the air with her going. So Cena pinned the Miz in the elimination chamber, didn't he? And that Maurice thing happened with the yeah. table. It's happening. It's on. It is going to happen on its way they're booking their own angle they're booking their own wedding <laughs> that's what they want for the storylines that's the only way yeah because then there'll be a SummerSlam wedding Nikki's Will probably they? noshed off a writer and gone like all I'm saying is why, if you, Nikki, oh. <laughs> wait, why, why is Nikki noshed off a writer well because like she can't get him to marry her can, can, can she so she's like if we put it in the storylines you'll have to do it <laughs> just bring it out Total then Beavis she'll be like now write a storyline where I have to get pregnant <laughs> write us a live sex celebration <laughs> But in our room. <laughs> Nothing else interesting happened on SmackDown apart from loads of people getting noshed off apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Nosh Off City. Um, Is that why he's been cry wanking? I think so, yeah. I wish it was me. <laughs> <laughs> he's done you there. <laughs> all right, you're odd. Listen to him. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Sorry, not Bray Wyatt. I've done it the other way around. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, yeah. Wyatt on Baron the Corbin and uh, Dean Ambrose are going to have a match. Because... Um, Baron Corbin's still miffed about getting like big banter, Baron. Yeah, right. Um, and then there was no. There's a really good three way match between AJ Styles, John Cena, and uh, Bray Wyatt for the title, and that was it, really. So, what Styles doing at WrestleMania? Do we think? <sighs> well, Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon wasn't even on this show. No. So that's Stay a bit weird. weird White House, weren't it? It probably is Shane McMahon. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's where he'll have been. Yeah. Of course, that's mental, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I couldn't be on the show. I was at the White House, and yet Stephanie McMahon still made it to Raw. Fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's just so depressing. I <laughs> just thought all of it. Speaking of Raw, Stephanie <laughs> Man started Raw. That Roman Reigns thing happened. Um, more importantly, two massive things happened on Raw. Yeah. So stop, top of hour two was a friendship celebration between Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. Yeah. That was pretty mega, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, we're all right. I called it the best piece of storytelling in one segment that WB have done in a long, long time. Maybe since Jericho, Shawn Michaels, when they did the similar segment. Like, it was just perfect. It, it was good, but I. And I, like, it you, was. You had a lot of years where you, and you don't watch every week as well, so you had a lot of years where you don't watch. It was just, it was one of those moments where, like, it was how Jericho, like, went from so over the top and then, like, did his, like, real thing, which could have been, like, him saying it to the real Kevin instead of and it works in character too and then the whole reveal of him like saying uh, fear you got me a new list why is my name on the list 
and then like lifting it up to show it says list of KO and that that was just all perfect. That's Samoa Joe did a bit of an interview as well. Wait, it's hang on, really... we we skipped over Gilbert. Well, no, but this is going to be related. Okay, okay. So well, now you've said Gilbert, that's that's yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think I can claim my money off Paddy Power for Gilbert being the Royal Rumble? Because that's basically he's in the ring, isn't he? The... He just arrived late. No, I don't no, think he can. Really not. No. Um, Samoa Joe did an interview about um really good promo about um Triple H and how he's yeah. not he's working with him, not for him or whatever, and he'll do what he likes, and he's just he doesn't need Triple H to back him up. But so anyway, he's wrestling him at SummerSlam, isn't he? <laughs> probably. But Triple H was talking to Kevin Owens before, and he was like, "I want to speak to one of you." I want to, I want to sp- I want to talk to you but I only want to talk to Kevin talk to him on his own and then the Kevin Owens and Jericho thing happens yeah. so the suggestion is there might be building a bit of a stable there Triple H yeah. likes fat blokes fatties for hire yeah. a, a little NXT stable no fatties for hire the new Nexus the new new Nexus yeah Nexus 3 return of Nexus so fatties for hire definitely the, go with that the Nexus strikes back um <laughs> Yeah, and Gilbert got got yeah, Gilbert got his got his dick kicked in by Kevin Owens, didn't he? <laughs> the the painting was pretty funny and all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was surprised because when the he was revealing the gifts, I I definitely thought one of the gifts was going to be a DDP Yoga Max pack. Right, I'm sure that's some reference to Jericho's podcast, but I ain't listened to that in a long time. So, yeah, uh, well, we like DDP. <laughs> we did it. We did a career mode on DDP, by the way. We um, did. and you can find it. It was one of our earliest episodes. So. Yeah. Um, Daryl, you know how you don't like Cesaro? Yeah. You know what you what really annoys you about Cesaro? No, what really is me? Well, like that he's he wears a suit, but he's also the Swiss Superman. But oh yeah, 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 yeah. Enzo had a go at him for it this week. Oh, good. I like Enzo. Yeah, it's all right. I, th- I thought you'd appreciate that. Yeah. Enzo was like, "You're a confused guy. Um, first of all, you're the Swiss Superman, but then you're walking in like James Bond. Then you're taking your suit off." Who are you? You figure yourself out, mate. And then they had a god awful match. I mean, he could say that, but have you seen his hair? Yeah. So. And, <laughs> and I don't main... need to mention that again, do I? Oh, uh, Tomorrow Joe kicked <laughs> Sami Zayn's dick in as well. So yeah, that... that was pretty good, that. And he, he said something about if you say my name, say it with respect or put respect on it or something, which I thought <laughs> was a pretty cool line. Yeah. So cool that I remembered it, clearly. Obviously. And uh, Bailey won the women's title. What? <laughs> Bailey won the women's title? So Charlotte's winning it back at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. no, Charlotte's winning it back at Fastlane. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> of course she is. Because like sixteen times. Well, here's the thing. It's not that I don't like the theory behind it. The whole idea that she can't get the job done on Raw, but when she comes to pay per view, she can. Theoretically, it's quite a nice idea, but in reality, it's just hot potato and the title all the time, isn't it? Yeah, it'd, it'd be better if she she just won all the time, wouldn't it? She'd yeah. be a more dominant champion yeah. if she just won all the time. Whereas plus now also, I just think, oh, you, it's raw, you're going to lose it. Plus also the whole point of Bailey surely, is that she should have a crowning moment at WrestleMania. Yeah, like, she should she now. I think what they probably will do is, she'll, have, she'll win the title at WrestleMania, but she won't, because if they're going to do that four-way that they're on about, she'll win the title, but she won't pin Charlotte. And then they'll be able to drag that on a little bit more, so Charlotte can say, I wasn't pinned. And then they might have Bailey beat Charlotte at a pay per view eventually. Yeah, they've kind of like taken the shine off the moment that'll happen though. Like, yeah, it'll still be bit, a moment, yeah. but they've taken the shine off it now. Like it was a really great thing on Raw. It was really good to watch, and I like Bailey, and you know you can't help but love her. But it's taken the shine off it a little bit. Like as soon as you think about the long term of it, you're just there like, yeah, but you've it'd have been better if you did wait until WrestleMania. You're right. It feels weird to complain about it because it's a it's a really cool thing, but at the same time, like yeah, it's. 
short term. Yeah, you're right. But like, at the same time, I think Daniel Bryan actually won his title for the first time at SummerSlam. But he never properly, like, because he got it taken away so quickly. Well, she'll get a check. I mean, Fastlane's only a couple of weeks away, mate. It's... But like, he got like the, such a small celebration before Randy Orton came in and cashed it in and everything that it felt like he'd had it taken from him. So there was a thing, there was a whole story there that wasn't even supposed to get like finished, but did. So it wasn't like this where Bailey's had a big moment and it's not been stolen from her straight away. Like even if even if like Sasha Banks turns on her at Fastlane and costs her that way, it still won't be like the Daniel Bryan one for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I actually side with Dan on this. I think that the, the, the f- well, I'm not, I, yeah. I'm not actually, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just yeah. trying to devil advocate. Yeah, yeah, that. Okay, that's it. That's the end of the show. What are we do next week? Uh, next week it's the return of career mode. And we, we dropped a little hint about this earlier, didn't we? <laughs> we did a little bit. Yeah, big sexy's back. <laughs> he earns his money, so we're gonna earn it for him. It's uh, Kevin Nash in WWE, but it's not like it's not Diesel, is it? No, because it was Diesel, fucking <laughs> nobody. Um, Glenn Jacobs, if anything. Yeah. So he's the real Diesel. We should so, do a career mode on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, Razor Ramon and Glenn, and Glenn Jacobs? Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, no, we're not going to do that because I don't want to. Okay. But we are going to do Kevin Nash career mode. So next week is Kevin Nash career mode. I'm slapping my page because I'm so yeah, excited. So little, little things we're going to talk about on that is uh, the hair versus hair match he had with Chris Jericho. Definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> popping his quads at least twice, I think. At least. Um, In one match. Are we are we are we going when he returned and like Jack Nash and Punk? Are we well, doing look, that? We've got to, we've got yeah, to cover we've, everything. We've got to bring it up. Yeah. We've got to cover <laughs> Kevin Nash, not Diesel. Kevin Nash in the WWE. So cool. that's what we're going to do. Um, we come to the end of the show though. Don't don't forget to like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Royal Grumble. Uh, I mentioned it already. Twitter at Royal Grumble Pod. Give us a review on iTunes, please. Give us five stars. These shows are brilliant. So why not? Just do it. Get get it done. Um, RoyalGrumble.weebly.com. You can find our articles and stuff on there. Dan's information about New Japan. Say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Daryl. Say goodbye, Dan. Bye. All right. See you later. See you later. What, what a disturbing end to the show. <laughs> Tessa Wan tries a bit too, didn't she? Ooh. Okay.